right? Yeah. There's a victory to be won, but I'm not just going to roll over and play dead. I've got to actually stand up and fight. Yeah. We have to understand the battle that's in front of us and say, listen, I don't care if it's a power, a principality. Yeah. It that doesn't disqualify me yeah. if I'm living right. Yeah. If I'm living right, it actually qualifies me. The highly ranked invisible army working against you is the satanic kingdom. It's a satanic kingdom. Yes. The Bible says to choose this day whom you will follow. So knowing that there is a there is an order in the heavens that God has created, there's also an order in the satanic kingdom, but we must choose. Say, I will choose, I will choose. every day.
principalities are top ranking chief demons. Not every spirit carries the same power. Here's a little clue. Not every Christian carries the same power. Come on now. Not every Christian carries the same power. Is that true? Amen. Biblically, they all have the same authority. Right. But they're not all walking in that authority that they've been given. So they don't all walk in the, the same power, same authority that their brother or sister next to them is simply because either there is a lack of understanding, there is sin in their lives, there's some form of compromise, or just, you know, there, or not a, a fear where they don't want to. There could be all kinds of things, which that to me is sin, which the Bible says. Do I have my work cut out for me tonight? Wow. <laughs> no, we're with you. Okay. Principalities, top-ranking chief demons. Most of you are not going to operate and be in that realm. Because you have to be able to conquer the demons on the lower level. Before you were even be able to be considered to take authority over something that would be so high. Yeah. Such a power. Yeah. Such, a, such a principality. There are principalities that are over regions and over nations. And if you're not walking 100% right, don't you think you're going to go to some city, to some nation, and you're going to start tearing down strongholds and principalities because you're looking for trouble. Somebody say amen. You've got to know what you've been equipped for and where you are at. You gotta know that God is not gonna throw you into a lion's den unless you've actually been already fortified with faith to fight those lions. To say no, shut your mouth. When you allow the Spirit of Living God to move in you to where you have that kind of faith, and you say, shut your mouth in the name of Jesus, you can get ready for more wonderful experiences. Amen. <laughs> Nobody caught that. You did. You did. In other words, God's going to use you for more. Oh, yes, he will. Okay? But it is, it's a process of you learning to adhere and say yes to today. So I'm going to make it really, really plain. If you can't ever get yourself out of depression, you're going to probably wait. And God's grace is going to keep you right there, helping you to get out of depression. Yeah. Before you are ever, 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 ever able to speak life to someone on a deathbed and see them rise up again. Right? So, I know I'm getting a little bit ahead of my notes, but I want to tell you these four rankings, we've started with the highest. We've started with the strongest. But we're going to go down and we're going to see each category. The goal is for every one of you to say, I want everything God has given me, and why wouldn't I want to operate in it? Because there's more to be had. God wants to use you. When I face Jesus, I don't want him to say, I had all of this for you, but you weren't willing. You weren't willing to go through that path, to walk through that road, to learn what you needed to learn, to walk the way you needed to walk. So therefore, I had to wait, or you had to be given to somebody else that said yes. Come on. Wow, it's quiet in this church. Yeah, it is. Wow. 
Principalities, top ranking chief demons. A principality is what is assigned, it is what assigns, excuse me, demonic, demonic spirits to operate in the disobedient. I'm going to read it again. A principality is what assigns demonic spirits to operate in the lives of the disobedient. I'm going to read it again because I need to. A principality is what assigns demonic spirits to operate in the disobedient. You see someone being disobedient? There is a principality that is assigning a spirit to operate through that individual. A principality is looking over a region and looking where they can cause havoc. Say, it's not going to be me. When you jump over to Ephesians 2, let's jump over to Ephesians 2. And in verse 1 through 3, because here is where it says that they hold sway over the souls of people. Principality 2. They hold sway over the souls of people. Let's read Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. And you, he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you were once you once walked according to the course of this world, and according to the prince of the power of the air, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. What is it? The spirit that now works in the sons of disobedience. So there is a spirit that works in the sons of disobedience. So whenever we're in disobedience, legally, Satan, his demons, have, have legal access. They can have legal access. They have legal right to go and to mess with you, to mess with your life. Yeah. Because of disobedience. No. So therefore, the flip side of this, the good thing, the, the thing that you need to hang on to is, just as disobedience can bring in such a demonic assignment in your life, obedience can cause you to walk higher and to be free of every demonic assignment. It takes obedience for you to command that storm to go and you see the fruit the fruit in your life. It takes an obedient life that's living for Christ. Don't you give me this, oh, it doesn't matter. God doesn't mind what you do. Don't you give me this. God is merciful. Of course he's merciful. But if you want to walk in a higher level of authority, then your life needs to show it. Your life needs to be like it. Your life needs to be aligned with truth and obedience because God wants to give you more. But the enemy is looking for opportunities to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Which one do you want? We want life. We want life. Let me tell you something. This church, this ministry is all about pulling lives out of the pit, out of the grave, out of places of destruction into life. And at one time that was all of us. And God did that for us. Amen. And so this church and the ministry that God has given me and he has given us is a life or death ministry. There are lives that need to be changed. Amen. So when you come, I need you to come with an expectation of knowing. I need to be ready to hear the word that God has spoken through her. Amen. 
Because I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to just, in other words, I'm not talking about the end of the day. I'm not talking about rapture. I'm talking about, I don't want to be left behind. Like one moment, I want everything God has for me today. I want to rise up. I want to grow. I want to walk in more. I want to increase in understanding. I want more today. I don't want to leave behind for somebody else simply because I was asleep at the wheel. Or disobedient. Amen. So look at that. He holds sway over the souls of people. Mm-hmm. And you know, many ways, you know sometimes how he does it, mm-hmm. is through a situation that you get disappointed over. And you don't deal with the disappointment. And after a while, you don't deal with the disappointment when the enemy finds a way to deal with you. Yeah. Like, you were disappointed, something seriously happened. And then I'll end it, but you didn't allow your heart to heal. Don't stay in that place for too long. Be yeah. in prayer. Be prayerful. If you're in prayer, good. Yeah. that's a good thing. But if you don't, you allow your heart to get hard. And you allow people's Amen. negativity to continue to put one wall after another wall after Amen. another wall. Your heart becomes hard. What happens is disobedience now is giving access to the enemy to actually come and rule and have sway over the souls of the disobedience, right? So that's one thing for principalities. The work in the lives of people that are in disobedience. We just read it. We just read it in Ephesians chapter 2. 2, 2. Right? But then the other thing is principalities rule over continents, over nations. We know that in the story of Daniel, perfect story for this illustration, right? Daniel was in prayer for 21 days because of the principality of Persia. You can read that story in Daniel chapter 10. Because we're going to write today, I just want to go through all four of these rankings. But I want you to understand, a principality is the highest demon. It's the highest order that has been set. And as believers, though, we are seated together in Christ. So the enemy wants you to think, well, it's so high that you can't actually have access and you can't have victory there. But that's a lie from the pit. Because the truth is, in Ephesians 2, 6, you have been raised up as believers. You've been raised up. You've been seated together in the heavenly places. Write it down, Ephesians 2, 6. Ephesians 2, 6, and say it over your life. I have been raised up together. I've been raised up together. I've been made to sit together in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Who are you seated with? You are seated with Christ. You are seated with Christ. You've been made to sit together in the heavenly places with Christ. Do you really think if you're seated in a royal seat, in the heavenly sphere, that there is any principality that you don't have power over when you live your life right? When you live your life right. Amen. So if you have compromise and mixture, you've disqualified yourself, and that demon knows it. Yeah. Amen. Somebody seated next to you may not know it because you've got a pretty smile on your face, and you might be having this fancy suit on, and people don't know. Or you, but I'll tell you, the aside, the enemy knows. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Amen. So I submit to God. I submit. I resist the devil. I resist the devil. He must flee from my life. He must flee. James 4 7. Submit to God. Submit to God. Resist the devil. He must flee. Devil, you must flee. Because I submit to God. I resist you, devil. I resist that fear. I resist that disappointment. I resist that rebellion. I resist that. Assignment that comes to fear to bring me fear. I submit to God. 
enemy, you have to flee. This is a scripture that you need to be saying over your life. You need to be speaking this scripture. You need to be quoting James 4, 7. Excuse me, but you don't know who you're dealing with, devil. You may have been able to come against me in a, in a past season of my life, but you don't know what God has done in me, and you are under my feet. Hallelujah. Knows uh, that he's always trying to come against a, a believer, but you've got to open your mouth and speak it. I'm submitted yeah. to God. Amen. I will resist you, devil, and you must flee. In 1 Timothy 6 12, Paul commissioned Timothy and he told him to wage a good warfare. I'm commissioning you tonight to wage good warfare. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. First yeah. Timothy 6.12. Fight the good fight of faith. Right there we're told that we have to fight. Right there we're told Amen. that we have to fight. When do you have to fight? When you're being attacked. Amen. Yes. Fight the good fight of faith. There is a good fight, but it's fought in and by faith. Say it's fought in and by faith. Faith in Christ. We don't battle against flesh and blood. We, we win a spiritual battle with spiritual means. Right? We use the word of God. So fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. To which you were also called and have confession and confess the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. So I'm going to fight the good fight of faith. Know the battle that you're up against and pray with the right weaponry. So that's for that's for principalities. Mainly, it's over regions, right? And so we're talking a high-ranking army. We're talking about very secure in their established positions of authority. Yes. And if you don't walk in your own authority in the lower levels, and I say lower, it's all, it's all, you know, it's all one in God's eyes, but yet there is order. Right. And there is what we call advancement in the kingdom. Right. So it's not so it's not lesser as in it's not as important, but it but when you walk in a greater level of authority, you see more fruit. I don't know how else to tell you guys. You see more fruit. So take care of the fruit that's on the low branches, okay? Like in your life every single day. Your attitude. What comes out of your mouth. These are things you control. Amen. You know? You, the, your response. These are things you control. What you watch. What you do. These are things you control. Who you partner with. Take care of those things. Because if you want to be one that is going to operate. And in this, this realm where principalities have to bow when you say out. In Jesus' name. And you don't have backlash that becomes you know, fatalities all around you, right? When you're, you have that kind of authority and you see victory, then you've got to be able to do it right. See, I'm going to do it God's way. I'm going to live for godly principles. Let's go to the next one, powers. Powers means, it means delegated authority. And these powers operate invisibly in governmental centers. They rule over cities and states, so not nations and countries, but cities and states. We're still talking high up. That's why it says principalities and powers. The Bible tells us that angels, authorities, and powers 
have all been made subject to Jesus. So no matter how high that principality or that power may be, it is always submitted, must be submitted, and subjected to Jesus. And I'm going to give you a scripture here in a moment. Delegated positions of power and principalities that rule over regions are still subject to Christ. Let's turn to 1 Peter 3, 22. Who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God. Angels and authorities and powers having made, been made subject to him, to Christ. Who is made subject to Christ? Angels, authorities, and powers are subject to Christ. Let's read it again. Who is made subject to Christ? Angels, it says authorities and powers are subject to Christ. So that means every principality and every power is made subject to Christ. Where are you seated? According to Ephesians, we already read it, 2 6. Where are you seated? In the heavenly places with Christ. Has he given you all authority over every principality and even powers? Yes, he has. So your ability to operate in that is determined by your ability to your ability to walk obediently to the Lord. Amen. Without fear. Amen. Without compromise. Amen. Without having a double mind. Amen. 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 Let's look at number three. Rulers of darkness of this age. The Greek word is kosmos. And it has to do with an arranged order. These rulers of darkness want to take over offices of government. They want to take over the legislatures. They want to take over the courts and many other organized places of authority. And in reality, in many ways, they already have. And we see it. Yeah. We've been seeing it. Yeah. We see the wickedness in high places. We see what the teachers and the teachers' unions, you know, what their, their agenda. And what they have been told they're going to teach our children, those that are in public schools. Right? We see the agenda. We know it's there. We know it's there not from that level, but from the this rulers of darkness of this age. Offices of government, legislatures, the courts. But we are to put on the full armor of God. Amen. This is a battle that you must be engaged in. Because if you're not engaged in this battle in prayer, right. then everything that is being stripped away from you, or your yeah. seed, your children, yeah. your grandchildren, yeah. everything that's being stripped away from them, you can't say, well, I, you don't have a, you don't have a leg to stand on. If you're not going to pray, and you're not going to battle, and you're not going to intercede, and you're not going to take authority over these that's things, right. then, when are, then don't complain. Right. Don't complain. If you're not going to stand as one that recognizes, hey, there's a battle here, there's a fight, there's yeah. a victory to be won, but I'm not just going to roll over and play dead. I've got to actually stand up and fight. Yeah. We have to understand the battle that's in front of us and say, listen, I don't care if it's a power, a principality. Yeah. It doesn't, that doesn't disqualify me yeah. if I'm living right. Yeah. If I'm living right, it actually qualifies me. That's right. You yeah. are qualified when you're living yeah. right. Because I hear people say, oh, you don't want to do that because you're going to, you know, and it's almost like it breeds fear. 
Amen. Amen. There is a hierarchy just as there is in the heavenly kingdom. Amen. There's a heavenly kingdom. There's order. There's hierarchy. There's rankings. Not all angels have the same power. No. That's why they had to call it, you know, the archangel Michael. Yeah. In the story of Daniel, mm -hmm. they had to call on the higher authorities. Right. The demons do the same. You got the little minions that are sent out on assignment. And when those little minions come up against an individual, a Christian that right. knows their walk and their right. salt for Christ, right? a Christian that knows their authority, and that minion gets their head chopped off. Right. Come on now. The enemy then does what? Tries to send someone else a little stronger, tries to send another, a grouping, a grouping of assignments to try to take that individual out. And when it can't take that individual out, it goes to the next logical person, their families. Goes to the next logical person, the one that's probably not having that, they, their, their armor on. You know, where is there going to be a, 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 a link? Where is there going to be a missing piece? Where is there, where is there a, a, an opening or a gap? Where is there a weakness? Because that's where they're going to go. Where is their rebellion, that's where they're going to go. Where's their disobedience? That's where they're going to go, right? But your job is to stand in the gap, especially if your children are adults. Amen. Standing in the gap. Your children are little, don't spare the rod. Amen. Oh my gosh, did she just say that? Amen. Yes, I did. Read your Bible. Amen. My goodness. Spanking out of love is, is love. Amen. Yes. When we discipline our children, we need to discipline our children according to biblical standards. And when we actually correct, because we spank out of love, you better believe that you are walking in accordance to what the Word of God says. Yes and amen. Spare the rod and spoil the child is what the Word says, right? So here's what I'm saying about all this. If the enemy can't come to you because you have your armor on and your and, and your strength, your faith is where it needs to be, tries to go to those that are, you know, your, your children or those that are going to walk in disobedience. And when they're still young, let me tell you something. You are on assignment. Okay.